listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 6th of June 2021. It might be a bit longer than 10 minutes today because it is RBA Interest Rate Decision Day. We've got some extensive analysis and we'll break it down bit by bit. Uh, but first, let's start with the headline because official interest rates, uh, they remain at 0.1%. Remember, the RBA has cut the official cash rate three times in 2020 to a record low of 0.1%. Today, though, the RBA also announced a slowing of economic stimulus. Uh, for more, the RBA Governor, Philip Lowe, held an unusual press conference or media conference after the announcement. The last time he actually held a media conference was after the uh, announcement back in early 2020 when he announced some dramatic measures to cope with the pandemic. Here he is, Philip Lowe. Today's decisions were taken against the backdrop of an economy that's bounced back earlier and stronger than we had expected. The Australian economy is on a positive path. Output is now above its pre-pandemic level and more Australians have a job today than they did before the pandemic. The unemployment rate has returned to its pre-pandemic level, underemployment has declined and job vacancies are at a very high level. So we're in a much better position than we thought we'd be in. The recent outbreaks of the virus and the lockdowns will, a strength of the, will affect the strength of the recovery in the near term. But Australia's experience has been that once an outbreak is contained and the restrictions are lifted, the economy bounces back very quickly and we could expect the same to be the case here. Recent events have, however, reminded us that it is difficult to predict the future. It's possible that we experience further setbacks and we need to be prepared for that. But it's also possible that we experience further positive surprises on the economy. For most of this year, we've had a run of better than expected data, and it's entirely possible that this could continue. On the nominal side of the economy, we have not seen the same upside surprises in wages and prices that we've experienced in jobs and output. Both aggregate wage growth and underlying inflation remain subdued, and we expect this to remain the case for some time yet. One issue that we're watching carefully though is how the balance of supply and demand in the labour market is being affected by the closure of our international borders. There have been increased reports of labour shortages in parts of the country and there has been a step up in wage increases for some occupations. Even so, wage increases for most Australians are still modest and the expected pickup in overall wages growth and prices is forecast to be only gradual. Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe there essentially saying the economy is doing really well, but the thing is we're not seeing a big rise in wages, though, and inflation to warrant an interest rate rise anytime soon. But there were two other key pieces of information out today, and they do relate to the support measures the RBA has. Its bond purchase program, they will be extended from September to November, but at a reduced rate from $5 billion per week to $4 billion a week. And it's also keeping the three-year yield target pegged to April 2024 instead of what some was, were thinking would happen is pushing it out to November 2024. And that would have suggested low interest rates for even longer. So for more, I spoke earlier with Tony Morris from Bank of America, and I asked him firstly how 
the RBA is feeling about the economy. Hi, Ricardo. Well, it's actually very, very upbeat in terms of the economic growth. They're expecting that to to remain uh, above their expectations. And the labour market, they're also saying, is being stronger than they expected overall. So that's very upbeat. But in terms of inflation and wages, that, that that's not going to rise so much that's going to impact their interest rate outlook for quite some time to come. So they still don't think that that is going to change or provide the need for higher interest rates before 2024. I think that was a little bit of a surprise for the market. So very upbeat, but not so strong that they're about to raise interest rates anytime soon. So given that 2024 guidance, do you agree with it? What are you thinking? Is there the potential for rates to rise before that, though? Yeah, there was a little bit of nuance in the words that they used. Previously, they said, oh, these conditions won't be met before 2024 at the earliest. They toned that down. They don't expect this to happen before 2024. I know that's really small. I think there's a chance that they could raise rates in 2023. But some of the market expectations is that they could move on rates as soon as 2022. I think that's being a little bit over aggressive, if you will, in terms of expectations. So we're at the moment, we're sort of penciled in late 2023 for rates to rise. And that's because the US Federal Reserve is likely to be raising interest rates by that time. The economy is strong. We think there'll be close to 4% unemployment by then. And they can raise rates without pushing the Australian dollar uncomfortably high at that point. The headlines in the general news media has been all about COVID-19 lockdowns and restrictions. Is the RBA worried about these latest outbreaks uh, in COVID and the new variant? What they do say specifically in this statement today is that the experience of the economy so far, whenever there is a lockdown, provided that it doesn't go on so long, the economy bounces back. And I think they previously said there's some confidence as well that eventually vaccinations will work, the borders will reopen. So it doesn't appear to have impacted the statement today. And there was just one concession in one comment in the statement today. If the RBA is not cutting interest rates, it is, though, tapering in some form, isn't it? Can you explain how the RBA is doing that? Yes. Yeah, so uh, every week they aim to buy up to $5 billion worth of, uh, of Australian government bonds. And the idea here is to keep interest rates uh, further out the yield curve or in bond yields, for example, longer dated risk-free rates, lower than they otherwise be. Uh, And the reason they do that is to stop unwelcome upward pressure on the Australian dollar. They've signalled now that that will continue through to uh, September. But after September, for the period through to November, they're going to step down a little bit. So this is what they call a small taper. And I think they feel they're comfortable that the economy is strong enough. I think that's a signal for the market that they are so confident in the outlook that they can slowly taper without pushing the Australian dollar higher. What is all of this, though, doing to that Aussie dollar? Well, it was it was rising actually uh, earlier today before the announcement. There was a, a range of headlines that uh, the central bank of New Zealand might be raising rates sooner than they expected. And for global investors, they sort of put two and two together. So it's, it's risen about half a cent on the day. But most of that was before the announcement today. There's been a small reaction in the bond market because of that unexpected taper. But that's about it in terms of knocking the Aussie dollar down. Remember, iron ore prices were up overnight, back about 220 dollars a ton. So the backdrop for for the Australian dollar is pretty strong. And if there is a small taper, then eventually those interest rate differentials might lend some further support to the Aussie dollar. So ultimately, putting all of this information together, what does it potentially mean for the average Australian, especially when we talk about mortgage rates? Because we're already starting to see fixed term mortgage rates rise. 
Well, first and foremost, there was no sign in the statement today that they're getting uncomfortable at some of the recent activity in the housing sector. So there's no imminent move to try and rein in activity in the housing sector. The fact that they still feel that these conditions won't be met until 2024 and the fact that they've still got a three-year yield target, although that was a a new development today, they're not going to roll this three-year yield target forward, probably means that fixed interest rates, uh, two to three years are unlikely to be changed. But after that, those fixed rate mortgages might start to rise a little bit more. And if the economy continues to evolve, maybe the market expectations for an interest rate rise might start to come forward. But at the moment, there was very little change to that. So fixed rate mortgages for two to three years are going to remain the same. And there's nothing in here to suggest that cash rates are going to be uh, raised before 2024 in terms of the RBA view. But as I said, we think that the economy might be strong enough that later in 2023, cash rates might start to rise. So no change for the time being. Tony Morris there from Bank of America. The Australian share market, though, didn't necessarily like the news because the uh, 200 fell by 0.7%, 7,261.8. The banks were weaker. Oil producers rose, though, as oil prices strengthened to three-year highs. For more, I spoke earlier with Julia Lee from Berman Invest. Julia, how did the market react to the RBA's decision to leave rates on hold, suggest they will stay on hold until 2024 at least, but start some form of tapering in the form of a lower amount of bonds to purchase in the near future? We've seen the Australian share market down at the lows of the session, losing more than half a percent. It does look like interest rates remained on hold as expected at 0.1 percent. We saw an extension of quantitative easing, however, a tapering off. And that's what really what the market was reacting to. At the moment, quantitative easing is $5 billion a week, and that will be reduced down to $4 billion a week from September to November this year. So unfortunately, the market sold off, even though the dollar looks pretty good. Uh, let's talk about though what the market is actually thinking will happen with interest rates because there's a growing camp that seems to suggest that rates will likely rise before what the RBA seems to be suggesting. I think the difficulty is that we are still seeing stimulus in the form of quantitative easing at a time when the labour markets look very strong and wages also look set to rise because of the labour shortages. So the economy looks relatively strong, the jobs market looks strong and wages look set to rise. And in this type of environment, we're still seeing stimulus coming through. So the markets, of course, pricing in a rate hike earlier than the RBA's forecast 2024. We have a look at what economists are expecting. Some are expecting a rate rise as early as late next year. Most, though, expecting in 2023. And I guess the key is watching those fixed rate interest loans. We've already seen the bottoming out of those home loans that are fixed rates. So if you're wanting to fix a rate in, I'd do it quickly. Does this change the way you're investing at all? And where are the opportunities at the moment? The most interest rate sensitive sector is the property space. So it was interesting to see how those property stocks reacted to the announcement today. While while we did see the property space getting a little bit better initially, we did see those gains very short-lived. In particular, we saw some of those residential uh, stocks uh, actually coming back down. So it does look like there's a lot of concern that rising interest rates could mean a cooling off of the housing market. Okay, and uh, if we take a look at some of the company or corporate stories of the day, one interesting is uh, Maya. Uh, Shares are really surging today on the back of Solomon Liu taking a bit more of an interest in the company. 
There is talk that Solomon Liu, through his premier investments, has been increasing his stake into Maya, hoping for representation on the board. Of course, Maya is also looking for a new chairperson, so perhaps looking to uh, uh, get an entry into that position. But of course, it's been great news for Maya shares at one point during the session, rising more than 10%. Julia Lee there from Berman Invest. In fact, uh, Maya shares did close higher, up more than 14%. And late in the day, uh, Solomon Liu did put out a, a media release saying that he's called on the board of the retailer of Maya to resign immediately. So an interesting battle there. We'll see what happens. That is SBS on the money for this Reserve Bank interest rate day. Remember, you can stream this as a podcast on the SBS radio app, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And there's more on SBS World News, the On The Money segment from 6.30 weeknights. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at Business Ricardo. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.